Welcome to the first ever Mind Over Matter radio show. I'm your host, Bexy Bex. I will be with you right here on Mode FM on the third Sunday of every month alongside the beautiful and the charismatic Anna. Thank you. So I'm Anna. Um, I am a published poet, a spoken word artist, and I'm the Mind Over Matter resident a psychotherapist. Um, so I am also a basically accredited psychotherapist with a private practice in London, which is obviously now fully online. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be here every month as well. Yes, myself and Anna are going to be your regular hosts. But because this is our very first show, we had the core Mind Over Matter team. And there will be no Mind Over Matter if not for the wonderful one they call, what's your name, sir? Faith Skate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? 
How's it going? <laughs> yes, my name is Fisky. Um, first of all, I want to just start by saying a big thanks to Akafella, Dan James, who linked us up with Mode. So yeah, thank you, Dan. Dan? Dan? He made this possible. Yeah, he did. He made it all possible. Mm, big up, Akafella. Um, yeah, so just a quick, brief intro to what Mind Never Matter is. I'm not going to go into the whole story because a lot of you have heard it before and it's quite deep and it's Sunday, so let's keep it light, uh, as light as we can. Um, basically, after 20 years of addiction, grief and uh, loss, basically, um, I started what was supposed to be a one-off event in Balham in South London. Um, it was spoken words, hip-hop, singers, and we raised money for Mind. And it was supposed to be a one-off event and give me a target to stay sober um, for two months. And then after the first event, I, it helped me. It helped me in the way AA helps people by giving them targets and just hearing other people like, express themselves, which is something I was never really around growing up. So it sort of sp snowballed from there. I was never planning on doing anything else. Um, but then we started doing another event and we started working with the Tavistock and Portman after that and we did something with TEDx. And it's really just snowballed into where it is now. Like We did an event in Australia. Me and Miss Yankee did an event in Australia last year. Um, which sold out. And really, it just came from an incredibly low place, but to see it help people the way it has and continues to is yeah, a beautiful thing. So I'm going to pass over to Miss Yankee, who's going to tell you how we met and what she does. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he lined me up there and gave me my script, how, how we met. Yeah. yeah, it was really smooth. <laughs> Word on the street, I think it was. Yeah, Fisky and I met at Word on the Street... Three years ago? Yeah, around like three, around three years ago, yeah. And had a conversation around mental health and poetry and how we'd both been using it kind of as a therapist, really. Um, and I told him about my idea for some workshops that I was launching the following month and he introduced Mind Over Matter and asked me to come along and do a showcase and that was it. It was a work marriage made in heaven. <laughs> we work really well together. Um, and you did foresee this. You said there was going to be a radio show. We need to get on air. So really, we're just happy to have the opportunity to bring this to more and more people, especially given these times, so many of you being at home. So we're going to have loads of good conversation. We've got two incredible hosts who are going to be here month to month in Vexy Vex and Anna Sinsky. Um, and I believe today we've had open floor to questions for for all of our followers on the socials, and we've had quite a few, so at some point we're going to get through all of those, play some music, and uh, introduce you to what Mind Over Matter is really about. I joined Mind Over Matter because Fisky asked me to. As <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I joined by default. Like I'm, I, I don't. <laughs> why default? I feel like you were just like, like, oh, I need a host. Can you do it now? I was like, no, yeah, me sure, and Miss Yankee had a very long, detailed discussion about it. Yeah, and I'm sure you did. Miss Yankee said there's only one woman. Yeah. That <laughs> 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 so basically, they were in a bind, and they're like, we need somebody, and it's like, oh. But and the okay. faux poet thing. <laughs> Obviously, faux poet family. <laughs> no, of course. I love you guys. And I love the in-depth thought process that you're into picking me as a co-host. It's like Bexy would do. <laughs> 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 I 
warned me the night before, guys. <laughs> Do not let them like no, you. No, it was uh, <laughs> what I love about Mind of a Matter is everyone has joined. It's been natural, like. Yeah. Like, it was natural. I just said, do you want to do it? And you were like, yes. Like, of course. And the same with Anna. Like, yeah. ev- everyone has joined. Or everything we do is is natural. And I always find if I try and force something, it doesn't work. Yeah. It was just, yeah. I remember when you asked me to join, it was so random. You were like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I do Why don't you time. just come and sit <laughs> and be our psychologist? <laughs> and I'm I like, well, what exactly do you want me to do? I don't know. Just just come around and be. <laughs> and yeah, then I, I literally wake up sometimes and just have yeah. an idea. And then... It's but really I find that's, that's when the best ideas work. That's where yeah. Mind of a Matter, the musical, came from. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I was waiting when for it. When is great. that happening? I don't know. It was. It's being written at the moment, but um, I don't know, with lockdown and stuff. Damn. And will you play Adrian Hall? No. No. I'm not very good at acting. I'm not a fan of acting. Mm. But um, it's going to be, it will be like hip-hop um, poetry, obviously. It will be like loosely based on my life, but then we don't just want a musical where it's like, oh, someone died, physically drank and did drugs times 11. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got to have something else to it. But it's, it's in the early yeah. stages of being made. Mm. And I mean, also throughout lockdown, we started doing workshops, which I think are really, really great. Um, the Connect workshops, which are like writing and psychotherapeutic workshops. And I think especially in lockdown, they have really helped a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have one coming up Yes, tomorrow. we have one coming up tomorrow at 8 p.m. UK time if you guys want to join me for some writing and meditation and just reflecting through poetry yeah just send yeah. an email to connect um, it's mind over matter connect at gmail.com there you go and i should yeah, like that it's free <laughs> so you guys are welcome to join mm. i feel like as this is our first show we should like give some of the listeners like a little bit about ourselves so like people that don't know you that have not met you new time listeners first time knowers of fisky what is one fact that you would tell people about yourself? Why are you going to put me on a spot like that? <laughs> we have, we, this isn't in the plan, Vixie. This isn't in the document that I sent. Yeah, that's true, actually. I'm always early. Um, that's where me and Miss Yankee are different. Um, <laughs> one fact about me, I don't know. That's uh, so, so a hard question. Um, right Hen has always been my therapist and I have an album coming out called Cheaper Than Therapy soon. Ooh. It's being mastered at the moment, but it's going to take a while. But yeah, it's coming out. Hopefully in 2021, March, I'm aiming for. Ms. Yankee, do you want to give the people a fact about you? Get them, Let them get to know you a little bit. Do you want to say <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't look at me. Fisky changed my life. Oh, here's a fun fact. I don't get jet lag. Mm. Apparently, I am resistant to jet lag, as Fisky and I found out on our trip to Australia. And I am not. Yeah, he is not resistant to jet lag. It took him two weeks to recover, by which time we flew home. And um, No, I, I, I was getting over jet lag on the day we flew home, but then I got home and got jet lagged <laughs> all over again, <laughs> and then got depressed and then started drinking and doing drugs again. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there's no more of a story than that. It was quite a comfortable flight, yeah, we sat separate from each other for the whole time. We only really we only really reconnected. I when think we it was important that we did. <laughs> it's a long flight. Yes, we were on a flight because as Fisky said, we did a sold out show. International, first international show for Mind Over Matter. In <laughs> we did the first international show for Mind Over Matter in Melbourne, Australia. Shout out Melbourne. Shout out everyone in there. Yeah. In the scene. Benny Solar and everyone at Melbourne Spoken Word and Hamish of course. Our tour um, guide. 
our tour guide. Class A. Yeah, it was a wonderful. Annabelle, it everyone. was a wonderful trip. I don't know how my fun facts got to there. Oh, I do have a fact that I should let everyone know. Mm. So, I host and run an organisation called Poetry Prescribed. We partner with Mind Over Matter, and we prescribe poetry in the form of workshops. Now, what I've loved about Poetry Prescribed over the year is years is it's um, we've been able to bring the community together. And obviously, with COVID, it's been quite difficult to do that. Workshops have been on hold, but I am pleased to say that for our third birthday next month, we will be running a series of Rona-regulated workshops in real life um, yeah, yeah. at a new venue, which is this gorgeous, gorgeous art gallery um, in southeast London. So, yeah, if you guys are interested to know more about that, then follow us on Instagram at Poetry Prescribed or on Twitter at P Prescribed or just get at me, Miss Yankee, and, and ask me about places. I will be releasing more information, dates, location, and tickets within the next few days. There you go. That was a fact and off. Mm, that was a really long fact. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Your work here is done. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, mm. You see, yeah, we are not only a radio show, but we are educational yeah. as well. You learned something today. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have a fact to share. Oh, come on. I am the fact. I am the matter of fact, <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poet. Um, Fun there fact. There's not much to say about me other than um, I am a poet. I started Bedroom Poetry. Um, even though it's called Bedroom Poetry, I have to give the disclaimer, I do not do erotic poetry. Um, so I have a website, www.bedroompoetry.com. And one fact about me, I love SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, honestly, I, I feel like he's a role model for everybody. Like, he's just I so happy the that, whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what? I, have you seen the I'm first... Th I was just about to get into that. <laughs> the first movie that I ever... Okay, I'm going to show my age a little bit. So, um, back in the day, you could actually, like, get movies on DVD like with a disc and everything, and you could go to a store <laughs> and rent them. <laughs> so I, I went to University of Liverpool, and I went to University of Liverpool, and there was this like video rental store. The first video was SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, and I still have it in my room to this day. So the rental mm -hmm. fees are probably sky roof. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fun I love fact that fun me. fact. <laughs> that's a really great one. Yeah, so you guys have sent us in some questions that we are going to get into later on this evening. This evening? <laughs> later on during the show. Um, yeah. We are going to play some music now. Um, before we started, you heard 90 Bro and G on Moon, Emphatic Fantasies, and we are going to go into the next track, Greg Blackman, Scars.
suffering and the pain was gone. Say it if I mean it, best believe it goes deeper than words, it's all about the feeling 
can't conceal it You can tell by the energy that I'm breathing Overflowing with love, it's my true self that I am revealing uh, Think a lot but don't smoke it or even speak it Brain rot from all the time, just smoked that potent in the evening Thought it helped me rest my head at night when I had trouble sleeping But deceived me so I switched up for a book and started reading yo. My life is so wonderful This body is my College. The information made my foundations to be so solid And taught me that this real life always overcomes logic In real life the dial flips between our pleasures and our pain Just like the weather after sunshine always comes the rain If you see the bigger picture we experience the same It's the balance of this life, I'm just thankful that I was made uh, And I'm so grateful for my mother For gifting me with life and then gifting me with the brother A soulmate for life who I can connect with like no other He would tuck me in at night, always be giving me his covers trust Honestly I'm just happy that I am breathing Somewhere out there in the world there's another human that's grieving As they see in the body of their loved one whose soul is leaving Every day I count my blessings that I woke up from this dreaming uh. We love, we live, we laugh through life We heal our wounds, we make it right We learn our roots, we find our tribe Within the dark we shine our light I am in my peaceful place This music is my grace Quarter past seven on a Tuesday night I ain't getting loose tonight I'm following my newest vibe, true as life I'll be in a room sipping a brew, it's nice My crew and I are moving like Jerusalem We ain't choosing sides You can fight, do or die Gruesome life for you, that guy But you let my dude decide God is who I choose to guide So now I know my driver of my journey Like an Uber ride I pick my tools and utilize I'm looking to improve my life Slowed it up Cause I was moving fast But then I slowed it down I learned this life we live It ain't a rush, you gotta hold it up Live fast, die young I'm looking to be older but And I ain't paying rent to keep my place I wanna own it now Next year, long hair By then I would've grown it up I used to love my hair When it was faded Like I'm zoning out Things change Grim days is something That I know about See me, I've been to hell and back And then I lapsed I'm sober now I live my life at 12 steps No longer in hell's debt Colder now No people pleasing Evil seeking souls about I show them out Feeble geezers seem to be evolving now But I just keep my team with me And keep believing So I'm sound My family and my friends They keep it real And say they're overproud Family for my exes See the building Cause they know I'm art You see the life I used to live Scheming like a Fugitive, I free the guy I used to dig and see the light to move within. So now I'm out of shadows. Open up doors and let the king in. Don't overlook floors and then be sinking. I'm soaking up all there is for living. Coconut water's what I'm drinking. And I know I must always be forgiving. Always be forgiving, but never forget. Always be willing for a second attempt. Always be giving to the lesser in debt, but always be vigilant for the devil in them. Yeah. And now I live by commandments in it Ask me where I've been, you well, I've been climbing mountains on some niche Trying to spread my wings like a falcon Cause I've been round the houses and with in my surroundings All I see is negativity and dim minds are clouded By the star dog, the rolling or the hard rock, the smoking One's deeper than the other But the charge that the holding is a large one to go with Cats in the jungle wanna kill man like if she a Khan Got some ugly boys 
it's alright Cause now I'm coming with the fire The power that I'm fucking with is higher I was stuck in my desires Driven by materialism You see my fear is it isn't But now I'm hearing a listen I said it's alright Cause now I'm coming with the fire The power that I'm fucking with is higher I was stuck in my desires Driven by materialism You see my fear is it isn't But now I'm hearing a listen Welcome back to the Mind Over Matter show. 
Um, so now we're going to go into some questions that we got from you guys on our Instagram. And we got loads of beautiful questions. So we have quite a few. So thank you for sending them. Um, th one of the main questions that people asked was they asked us how writing and how poetry can be therapeutic and how it's helped us with our mental health and about the therapeutic benefits of writing spoken word or poetry um, and just creativity, like in what way can writing actually be helpful for mental health? Um, what do you guys think? How has it helped you? Um, well, for me, like, it's like I said earlier, it's always writing has always been a therapist, like either the therapist yeah. that I couldn't afford or the therapist that wouldn't help me, like mm. back in the 90s when mental health wasn't spoken about so much. Um, and like poetry is perfect for that sort of thing because I don't know, my belief is that talking and expression is the base that you can build anything on when you're trying to heal or yeah. any sort of, of therapy is, is, is my experience and belief. And not just the writing of it either because um, poetry is literally just your feelings written down on a page. Yeah. Like same as any, like same as singing, same as, as rap, as yeah. anything, as anything, do you know what I mean? Um, it's just writing stuff down on a page and getting it out of your head so it makes sense. And um, It's kind of like processing an experience, right? Like if you're yeah. writing about it, then you kind of have to think about it, I think, from some different perspectives in a way, yeah, right? Because it, it gets more real, I think. So it's like yeah. a space to acknowledge like things. It's, yeah, exactly. Well. It's out there. It's not just yeah. in your head. You're not just, yeah. it's not rattling about. And I think the performance part as well is great for for anxiety, um, for confidence building. Um, I've seen it a mind of a matter in numerous other events, like just just having a that space where, because I didn't feel comfortable talking about stuff growing up, just because mm -hmm. of the environment I grew up in, where you're not allowed to talk, you're not allowed to do yeah. poetry. You know what I mean? You've got to drink, do drugs, and fight someone. That's that's yeah. how you deal with stuff. But um, yeah, finding a spoken word scene for me was like something I've been looking for my entire life. Yeah. So. I feel like, you know, also a lot of people don't want to talk about things. And I think, you know, obviously like in therapy, for example, we talk about stuff. Mm. But um, I think for a lot of people, it's awkward or they don't really know how to express themselves or they don't know how to name what they're feeling. And then I, f I feel like poetry and art in general can be so useful. Also like drawing, or, or you know, singing or rapping or anything yeah. like that. It's like another way of getting these feelings out there when you don't feel as comfortable with talking, which I think is a lot for a lot of people, that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely relate to yeah. that. Like I, I still struggle. Like I've had bad experiences with um, with therapy mm. from growing up back in, back in the 90s and early 2000s. And I've always preferred just writing. Like people yeah. never understood it. They're like, why do you write so much? And I'm like, because I have to. Mm. Like, first of all, I enjoy it. And it's just, it, it does help. Yeah, it really does. I prefer it to sitting down with. I, f I find them stressful. Like I don't know. I don't mm. know if it's a man thing. I don't know. Like I've had that as well. Like I find it really difficult to actually talk about a lot of things. But I can write the same stuff in poem form, which is really really strange sometimes. But and then go and perform yeah, it to and loads then of strangers. Exactly. And then go and perform yeah. it. But it's like if I had to go and say that just like in normal words, I'd be like, uh, I don't really want to talk about that. I think there's some but sort of barrier between it. It puts yeah. something between you and. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's it's powerful, man. I it's think all of powerful. us can relate to that, and we've seen it. Mm. Yeah. Also, I mean, I feel personally like it's a way to acknowledge certain things, right? Like if you have, you know, certain issues, then it's like oh yeah, I've been yeah. I've written poems before and literally written something and gone oh, 
probably should go and speak to someone about <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> like I, was, I just yeah. texted Miss Yankee once when I was writing. I can't remember what poem it was. I think it was old new. And I was like, I've got so much therapy to do. Like mm. I've got so much healing to do. I didn't realise because you don't really think about it. But then yeah. I wrote the poem. I was like, wow. Mm. Like I, it made me realise I'd been living with, or well, maybe not realise, but accept, acknowledge mm. that I'd been living with multiple traumas for 20 years that I just ignored. Yeah. I knew about them. I didn't do anything about it. And it was really writing that made me, because it was down on the page, like I said. It was exactly there. It was, was real. real. And I was like, oh, no. I've got to do something about this. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't, but, you know. Yeah, I feel like also sometimes it makes you kind of, like, realize something in the process. Like, when you're writing about something, you, like, take on different perspectives or you see your problem or your feeling from a very different angle and then it kind of makes you realize new things about it. I don't know if you guys have that experience, but I've definitely had that. I've always said that spoken word poetry specifically is a catalyst for really good conversation and sometimes yeah. really uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Um, I've, I mean, I've taken poetry prescribed workshops all, all over the place, but something that sticks in my mind is working with a community, uh, my community mental health services um, in Lambeth, I think it was, with a group of 10 to 13-year-old boys. And um, their therapy, the therapist that sat in afterwards couldn't believe particularly how one of the young yeah. men was opening up and it was because I wasn't asking him questions directly. Mm -hmm. We were speaking about the poem. Exactly. Um, and then that conversation goes from, does this poem relate to you in any way? Um, how does it make you feel? Then all of a sudden people are opening up and talking. I think poetry can be a really validating experience for a lot of people. Yeah. Because they're hearing a reflection of their own lived experience in someone else's words. So it can kind of alleviate loneliness in, in a lot of ways. And it has been known and, and shown to alleviate symptoms of anxiety and, and depression. Um, yeah. Plenty of poets will tell you they felt um, stressed out or perhaps angry about something or upset and then found that putting a pen to paper mm -hmm. um, alleviates it. And I think for me, it definitely does. I've got, um, I wrote something recently, which I think sums up um, poetry as a healer. It says, my pen is a healer. Given a blank page, it finds a safe space to channel rage and express pain, to explore time and space, love, inner knowing, and faith. A blank page is a place of no shame. Somewhere you can go to process emotion in silence, a place that you can meditate, say what you have to say without having to defend or explain. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's well, beautiful. I mean, <laughs> hold on. When you send it to a poetry You usually got to pay for that stuff, so you're lucky. That's a little preview. You guys no, but that, but that, that yeah. kind of, for me, sums it up. Sums it up. Yeah, I also like it, what you said in your poem about meditation and like mindfulness, because I think mm. sometimes the, the actual process of writing stuff is also just like putting you in this very mindful space yeah. to be with your feelings and to not run away from them, like to actually experience them. Yeah. And right. just sit with them and you don't, yeah, sit you don't always need to share them. Exactly. Like some things are just between you and the page. Um, sometimes it is good to just have that process, yeah. I think, of being allowed to to write. That is why I thoroughly recommend free writing to people mm -hmm. and Probably you guys will get forced to do a free write before we leave anywhere today. Um, just the idea of writing with no um, structure, with no rule yeah. other than don't let your pen leave the page for five minutes or for ten minutes is a really therapeutic process and I would recommend it to, to yeah. everyone. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely, definitely. It's like the ultimate freedom of like getting your thoughts out, your feelings out. Mm. Like I feel like for me... Um, I never really viewed writing as a form of therapy. Like, because, you know, they say, like, words mean things. So 
So like when I hear the word therapy, it's like therapy is like treatment intended to like heal a disorder mm. or something mm. that's wrong. But like I never viewed writing as correcting something. Like I just did writing because I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not it's not everyday heal. It's just like I love to write. I like words. I like the way they sound. I like the <laughs> syllables. <laughs> <laughs> I love syllables. <laughs> I think it's so interesting like you say that though, because to heal literally means the process of becoming well again. Mm. Um, so it's not always a pill or a tablet or, or to heal mm. doesn't mean bam, you're fixed. It yeah, means definitely. you're doing something no, of course. to go towards it. So that could be like mm. a walk in the park. Yeah. It could be watching TV or movies for some people. It could be writing. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, yeah, it's not a magic solution for all, but yeah. it's part of the process. Exactly. Yeah. So like for me, I think like the therapy came after the writing mm. so it wasn't like oh my god i need to heal from something let me write it was yeah. like i like to write but oh wait i'm actually going through something writing helps so like mm. therapy mm -hmm. is like the final the byproduct the, yeah the byproduct <laughs> that's the one yeah mm. although i think you know also therapy is also not necessarily like treating some disorder i think sometimes people go to therapy just to get their feelings out so it's kind of like what we just described in writing some people can do that through talking as well mm. yeah interesting yeah yeah because that my relationship with writing it, it never came from mm. um, a negative place it wasn't like from a therapeutic yeah. place it was just because i loved to write mm. and then it was just a brilliant byproduct of that and I healed. But then, <laughs> are we ever <laughs> <laughs> There is no so such thing. <laughs> it's an infinite journey. <laughs> exactly. So we are always healing. We are never healing. And we will continue writing. So what I think it... Uh, no, I was going to ask what else the people are asking. If you've got more to say, no, write it and healing. Also, we have Fisky in the room. <laughs> in case you can't hear him. <laughs> yeah, um, we have lots of other questions. So... Another question is, how do you think the mind over matter events help mental health? Um, I think, like what Betsy was just saying, like it sort of creeps up on you sometimes, like the, the therapeutic benefits that you don't really realise. And that was the same with the events. Like, I think it was never my intention to have it grow into what it was. Yeah. It was literally just to keep me sober and alive for two months. But then what I've witnessed at Mind Over Matter um, in particular is people feeling completely comfortable like with talking about their mental health. Sometimes they don't even just, they don't even do a poem. We've had people just get up and speak and talk yeah. about their experience or what they're going through or um, a diagnosis or something like that. And I think that's powerful. Um, but the events, and not just mine, never matter, every spoken word event in London and outside of London, poetry in general, is, is just a, a place that people need I feel like that. Yeah. Like therapy, literally like a massive group therapy session. Yeah, it's just very supportive, right? Like you have people yeah. listening to you, like genuinely listening to whatever you're going through it's, and like It's one of the only places that the crowd won't heckle you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you go to comedy shows, you'll get heckled. You go oh, hip hop shows sometimes you'll get you know, you'll get booed. If your bars ain't ain't good, you're gonna get booed at some shows. Um, but at poetry shows it's or basically mind of a matter is no different to any other show. I've just said it's mental health specifically. But then you don't have to do a piece on mental health. You can talk about anything because any sort of expression for me is therapeutic. Yeah. It can um, be like a piece about something else that has, and like expressing it has helped your mental health. It doesn't have to be about mental health. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I think the the events answer that question. The events. I've 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 been told that it's it's opened up conversations. Like mm. someone's come and watched and seen someone talking about something that they're going through or that their family's going through, and that has al- enabled them to open up a conversation with another family member because they didn't know how to. Yeah. Um, I feel like it kind of makes you realize you're not alone. Yeah. You know. And it's helped people with with anxiety. It's helped me with with public speaking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's opened a wider conversation as well. Kind of you saying that about um, people being able to come and, and have conversations with each other and then sort of um, feeding that back to us. But we've created an incredible archive of really amazing poetry on YouTube from three years worth of shows, basically. And it takes the conversation further than just the shows. You know, people get to see what happens live and experience the electricity of some of those poems. MEP coming and headlining for the first time was just mind-blowing. Angel Um, coming down and and sharing from from her book and, and telling her story and her narrative. The... The artists, the headliners, the open micers, the event gives this safe space that people know they can come um, and share. And then we get to share that kind of with a wider audience. And let's not forget, people that have been coming to Mind Over Matter have helped take us all over the UK and as far as Australia with the message. So the events, it's had a much bigger impact than I think sometimes we even have time to process. Because mm. you're usually too busy worrying about how many tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole community, really, right? Like it's a whole community feeling. I think. Yeah, like it's a big. I say it's a big, beautiful accident. Like mm. I don't think it was a complete accident. I think it was meant to happen. But yeah, it was like like before before 2017. I, if you had told me in 2016 that I'd be running a poetry event and doing all this stuff, I wouldn't have believed you. But um, it's always, it's always, poetry's always been in my life since young, but I sort of ignored it. I wrote sort of now and again, because I was writing what I'd end up, no, I was living what I'd end up writing about um, mm. eventually. So yeah, I think, yeah, like Yankee says, I think it's hard, it's hard like, after every event, we always look at each other and go, how is this still happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's amazing, like, it's literally, it's, even that sort of stuff for me is, is therapeutic because I'm watching people enjoy a space that I never had and mm. that I needed. Yeah, a space so for to conversation. Be a, be able to, create that, to be able to create that and watch other people, it help other people. is helps me. It's like the whole helping people helps you, doesn't it? And that was an accident. But uh, yeah, if you want to see any of these performances, you can go to uh, my YouTube slash Mind Over Matter LDN. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there's literally there's about I think we're getting close to 400 videos. There's all the live shows we did on YouTube throughout lockdown. There's poets, rappers. We've got Flow Assist on there, Skinny Man, Chester P, MEP. Everyone you can think of is basically on there. So yeah, subscribe as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what would you say is like your the biggest benefit that you've got from either the events or from writing? Because I, I feel like for me the biggest benefit for spoken word and poetry is like, I, I hate explaining myself. And I don't <laughs> like to people, like honestly. <laughs> like, do not ask me about my feelings. Do not ask me about my emotions. Listen to my poetry. Like, exactly. <laughs> that is my biggest facts. That is the best, like, and I feel like I want to be understood, but I don't want to explain myself. So I feel like when I could do my poetry, people can understand. Like, I, have, I have a friend. 
I have, I have a friend, Chadwick. He's like, I've, I've known him for years, like five, five, six years, seven maybe. And then he came to um, a show in London probably about a year ago. And he's like, I know more about you from watching a 20 minute set than I have in <laughs> six or seven. I'd probably agree with that, to be honest. Because that's like, that's like the essence of you, right? <laughs> in your poetry. That's my biggest benefit. Like, mm. I, I, I want to be understood but I don't want to explain myself. So writing helps me do that. Yeah. It, it, it lets me talk without having to say anything. So yeah. basically, if you want to really <laughs> get to know Bexy Bex, w listen w to all her poetry. Bedroompoetry.com. Say it again. www.bedroompoetry.com. What are your biggest benefits from writing? Like, What do you get out of it? I feel like for me, I write both page poetry and spoken word, and it's quite different. Like with page poetry, I think it's just like expressing my feelings um, in a written form and just sitting with my feelings and just kind of a way to process them and express them. With spoken word, I think the biggest benefit is just being able to say something and then when people relate to it, it would start some kind of conversation. So as we said before, you know, starting these conversations that also, you know, make me see that I'm not alone in the things I want to express and makes other people see that they're not alone. And I find that very, very valuable. Just this kind of like community, you're not alone feeling. Yeah. Can I just, can I just like go off topic? Yeah. Like, what is the difference between page poetry and spoken word? Can, can I just ask? <laughs> <laughs> This is a, this is a, it is an educational show, as we said. <laughs> we could have a whole show a whole just, segment. just on this. But for me, simply spoken word is the difference between watching someone on stage that gets you into their poetry and you enjoy it. It's a performance. And it, mm -hmm. for me, re a page poem, something written for the page could translate beautifully into a performance yeah. piece. It's how the person performs it. If you're going to stand on stage and be like, the cat sat on the mat, then really and truly, is that spoken word or are you reading the words from a page? Mm -hmm. So for me, my craft, <laughs> my words are spoken words, but they also translate to the page. They are both. In my, it, you know, that's how, how I yeah. see it. It's how you bring the words to life on a mm -hmm. stage. And some people write for stage and for performance, which I think is where the thing comes in. Like, mm -hmm. I'm writing for stage with that in mind. Um, I think it's just kind of like page poetry is like, for me, it's supposed to be just like read or like, you know, like, like someone would be reading it by themselves and oh, just 100%, like, yeah. whereas a spoken word is about that performance kind of on stage aspect. See, I want mine to be both. And yeah, I, I think it like can be both. Definitely. Everything I performed for the first two years, I only, I only wrote for the page because I started with page yeah. poetry, but I, so none of it was written for stage. Yeah. A spoken page. <laughs> I, I, I only started, to be, to be honest, I only started writing for stage once I started going to Flow Vortex. And I'd be like, okay, this is how you guys come in and shell in every week. I see you. Yeah. I'm going to start writing for this stage. Yeah. How dare you come here and, and, and do that? But yeah, I wrote everything for the page up until really I started going to flow, flow Vortex. Yeah, but they I, can definitely be both. Yeah. They mm. can be both, but not every page poem could be translated to stage. I think I, yeah. I started with, with hip-hop. Like I never really started with, I never really did page poetry. Like I write stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't know if any of my stuff's really, Man Enough might be a page poem. Did sure. it, if it's left the page and gone to the stage, is it a page poem anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, like you said, I think <laughs> some of... That's the wrong one. That's the wrong jingle, we're still learning. Um, I don't know, I think some of my stuff is... I've had some stuff published, like Man Enough and stuff like that. 
I think some of it is, but I can also perform man enough. Yeah. As well. It can be both. Like, it's sad, you know. Poems, no one's going to sit there and read that. I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? It's bizarre. Some people would. Basically, it's words. It's words. We do yeah. with words. words isn't it? Yeah. 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 Although, I mean, also, like, page poems can be very, very short, right? They can be, like, two or three lines as well. All right. So, we're going to have a short music break again, and we'll be back soon with some more questions from you guys. In chalk alley, we tally and talk. It's all pally till we rally a war. We've got a cause to carry. Harry in a whore chasing rubble to Barney A coffee to cuddle as we muscle Asani Bobby's huddle to muddle the army So we do it so calmly Black cobbles to a green field Let the team heal, the dream's real So we break it down and rebuild Refills, then we're off on a trot Watch out, we won't stop till we drop Cop the lot till we're top of the top I'm a grifter, I'm a grinder A drifter, a driver, I'ma hit you and I ride by What you saying when it's high tide? Elevated cause it's high times Who am I, who are you? Time flies, barely coping with the blind side I'm awoken to a sly mind, my mind By the docks, no crocs, let my toes swoosh I blow cush and it's smelling like a rose bush Got him thinking that their nose is good I thank God for the road I took I guess he knows what's good It got a little bit sketched for a while Now I'm stretching the smile Budapest to the Nile It's wild It's wild, it's wild, it's wild You don't know man Check it Chalk Alley, welcome to Chalk Alley 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 We tally and roll, smoke salad and bowls Chalk Alley is home, like a rabbit and his hole Chalk Alley Chalk Alley I'm lonely, I need you to hold me tight See through my phony life I drew I only cry inside too ashamed of the pain from the mind games Yeah, I move, I play Yet there's no getting away I lose every frame Still good the shame's a bruise to my brain Everything is black and tamed Attacks, migraine, relapse, insane, collapsed He hits like Ronnie with cue balls Breaking a few jaws Snaps that blue chalk Friction between us Forming an addiction A dart to you as I fall to my prescription I tried to swerve him I do a 180, I'm trapped, I turn in He shoots, he hates me It's like Van Gerwen Impeccable aim, bullseye determined To level up pain and technical strain I'm mentally tamed I've had enough, I can't tell anybody but you You're my love corkscrew I'm lonely, I I need you to hold me tight See through my phony life I drew I only cry inside I'm too afraid if I tell my peers They'll think I'm weird A clear construct of a monster So I just bottle it up Keep on refilling my favourite cup Problem Mathematical equations in my mind Unpredictable persuasions that he finds Unbreakable invasions Dangerous thoughts leave awful abrasions Forceful irrational actions Hate them absorbing my time He's an alien core extraction Of the good thoughts that I long for Anchor slipping from my mind my soul He's gripping I'm losing entire control Faster than a concord Things I want to conquer Take me far longer He swings at me harder than Happy Gilmore Back in some golf balls He is the monster thrashing my conscience I am engulfed in his tiresome problems Call for as he drives me bonkers I'm dizzy heads fizzy Illogical meanings hang around with me Psychological demons so hizzy make me worry you Given not a care in the world attitude You're the fuel that fights this feud and lock corkscrew I'm lonely, I need you to hold me tight See through my phony life I drew I only cry inside, I'm true 
was doing so well No more second guessing, I fell in a well Hit the floor, a regression I wish I'd rise up, I lack the aggression Intangible thoughts, they attach my obsessions I know it's selectable, whether I let them go Or keep collectible, store in my head, it's full He's uncontrollable, hatched irreparable We are inseparable, track no one to call I'm forever running on eggshells yeah. I turn to you when my head swells yeah. He keeps on ringing like lead bells I'm going mad, poison the red cells Give me a drink, neck everything I really like, don't even care what he thinks I'm snapping the link, fight me, I'm king In this tug of war that we're in Nobody will die if I don't comply All he does is lie, imply that I'm a terrible guy Victimised when he tried, tries doing me over this in American pie But I mix him a drink, I'm sipping whiskey and wine Think about my fake life, would it be the day I die? I don't know, he's a nightmare though, scarecrow Craving the wheel of my mind, ain't fair, no Just cause he got no brains in there, no Doesn't mean we can share, yo, he's a rare soul Thinks he's the pharaoh, well I'm like Moses No slave, I repair flow, make waves on headphones Used to be drowned by the sound of his voices, noises Now he's gonna drown in the sound of my music I win, any pain is relief to the torture he brings Who is he, OCD, now I binge You're my hinge, I'm numb when I'm drunk, I can't feel anything now when I really deep it, it goes deep underground top secret How can we have our eyes wide open and still walk around and we still can't see shit Those at the top never really work for we, we're an eye so they never really want to see All you have to do is look at our government if you want the real definition of a country it's all got too political But is the answer physical? They get fat with the bread that we give them Now I see why they call it hypocritical We're all paying council tax And yet I never really see the council give back The economy cuts that the government made We'll rub a shirt straight off a poor man's back robbery. We all watched when Gwen felt we needed the government They never came close To this day they're still cladding on buildings Don't blow like coke mixed with the mentors The priorities ain't right We know someone's pocket got lined Someone just cut a fat check and they're laughing at us cause they think that we're blind Why they act so slow when it's us, not just black Poor people cuz, I'm not trying to hide off the bus This is when you see, it's about race and class It goes way beyond her I keep digging, I'm only seeing dirt We always get pushed to the back like dessert I'm planting my seed that will never convert The struggle is actually real Struggle don't care how you feel Struggle don't care that you just paid your rent But you ain't got the money for the bills The struggle is actually real the struggle don't care how you feel The struggle don't care that you just paid your rent But you ain't got the money for the money for the So who's making plays yeah, the money at? We don't even really want to see that We just want to see some investment So our kids don't turn back to the streets then We feel marginalised And now we're trying to see it with marginal eyes When I put on my hat I'm protecting my thoughts I'm not trying to capsize They're building our cities but not building us And they wonder why we have issues of trust The issues are often discussed But we're never ever heard so we feel disgusted Zero hours, zero powers They plant zero seeds in the garden at hours We're gonna need a little bit more than sweet Feel my attitude if we wanna see some flowers So where's the profit? Who profits from the profit? Somebody's got a gain, we ain't seeing profit, a profit doesn't profit, a profit's for the people. It is not above you, it should complete you. How we bail on the banks, but the banks don't bail on ourselves. Can you see how this don't make sense? They take what they want cause they think that was senseless. I'm incensed, I'm on self-defense, I'm getting mine back, I'll spare no expense. Yeah, it's gonna get tense, but this is what you get from years of sitting on the fence. Bonus, what you talking about bonus? We're getting shafted, man they're really trying to bonus. I'm taking back the owners, cause nobody really cares what you wanna do is bonus. This is really a game, they don't play any different But they hide all the rules, in plain sight views are hidden all the tools, knowledge ain't power in the hands of fools It goes back to education And the knowledge that you're taking is one thing pretending and faking But I ain't talking beef when I say I put my stake in At least now I know why there's a massive L 
the front of the word earner. Because before you earn, you have to learn. I need a break one day, one time in my life Can things finally go right? But were it not for the losses in life I probably would have always looked back and lost value for mine I should have taken more time before amalgamation of sorrow Took over my rhymes, calculated and borrowed Blessings from the divine Had I been firm from the start I wouldn't need to retrace my pace Try to save face from coming up shortchanged in lost place and I still can't explain all of the shame when mum says she's proud of how her kids turned out. Mumsy's really proud of her kids, you know. I'm still figuring it out, but walking down a straight line, how I got spun around and didn't even notice. Not trying to be a preachy poet, got too much dirt showing that I am not perfect, I never could be. Perfection was never the goal I tried to reach. I'm just trying to live my life with basic decency. Any mistakes that I made, don't hold it to my honesty. Cause honestly, there's a whole lot more mistakes I'm bound to make. And I need you to understand that I have many regrets. And many parts in life that I wish I didn't take. I appreciate the love people have been showing me. I just pray I can be worthy of it one day. Welcome back to the Mind Over Matter show. So we're back with some questions from you guys. Um, we have loads of them, so thank you for sending them through. So one of the questions we got, um, quite an in-depth one, how would you suggest the government introduce mental health education and awareness into school programs? Good Lord. Um, <laughs> Start off late, Anna. <laughs> well, I think, first of all, um, well, we, me and Miss Yankee have done a few, a few bits like in schools with the program we run called Young Minds Matter, um, which we launched at City Hall in 2018, was it? 2018. And we've gone into a few colleges and unis and schools and stuff, and I really think that they need to employ poets. Mm. I really do. Like, um, like poets that are out now in the scene, like spoken word artists. Mm -hmm. when, when we perform in front of... We did something at, um, what was it called? Birmingham Uni. Birmingham Uni and London Academy of Excellence. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to get the kids, like, there were like, there's about 216 year olds, right? And it was hard to get them engaged. So as soon as you say, like, are there any poetry fans in, you get one hand that might go half up. Yeah. But then as soon as you say, we've got any hip hop fans in, everyone's hand goes up. And then you sort of start by saying, just remember that um, rap stands for rhythm and poetry. And then as soon as, as me and Miss Yankee performed, like by the end of that session, Miss Yankee had them, everyone writing, like 200 kids, a lot of them that didn't want to write. 
I think it's, it's yeah, about it's engagement. amazing. It's yeah, a, it's a it's, <laughs> it's about engagement and getting them engaged and interested in poetry and not and knowing that poetry isn't just what you learn in school. Like all I ever learned at school was Shakespeare. Shakespeare is great, but it never engaged me personally. Yeah. I never, it never excited me. And it, it was never about like personal expression, right? Yeah. Obviously, like you were just like learning about. Yeah. I, was like, I don't want it. Partly I think it because I have to. So yeah. it's, I think you really just employ poets, get poets into your schools. I think not just poets, but also like different artists so that we could like, you know, engage young people through the arts in general. So not just poetry, but also drawing or, you know, sculpting like you can have or dance or movement, right? Like a lot of different artistic things. But yeah, you're right. I think engaging them in self-expression is probably a really, really good way. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think going sort of back to the, the core question, Yes, I agree, the arts should definitely be used. In fact, any vehicles that we have to introduce people, specifically young people, to the conversation around mental health, we should be using. Um, but these are conversations that should be happening from preschool. Mental health is simply your wellness, the way your mind works, what it means to feel happy, what it means to express emotions, giving young people permission to and safe spaces to express um, emotions, to be heard, to be listened to. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel that the government don't just have a responsibility to acknowledge mental health and put it into the curriculum, which I'm, I'm really happy is now happening, um, but also to just create more spaces in yeah. which mental health is not just part of the conversation, but there are things that people can do to, um, to engage in, in um, activities that support positive mental health. Yeah, it's not always a lesson in mental health. Sometimes actually creating the spaces that people can go to in order to engage in activity to promote good mental health, um, that that would be a really wise use of money as well, rather than yeah. cutting mm. funding left, right, and centre for people to go and actually do things to help. Yeah, we've also got to mention I think Bobby Temps at, at this point, um, who runs the Mental Podcast, great podcast on Instagram that. A few of us have been on. I know I've been on there. MEP's been on there. Charles Edison. But he's actually the one that got got it passed through. I always get this wrong. He's going to kill me if he hears this. But I believe it's in the UK and, and Wales. He got it passed through Parliament to have mental health taught as mandatory in schools. Yeah. And he's working on Ireland and Scotland, I think. I always get that bit wrong. <laughs> but he's got, he actually he got it yeah, through Yeah, he actually Parliament. made it happen. He's actually yeah. got it through Parliament. It's supposed to be happening in... September, October this year, I believe. I don't know if it has yet. Yeah, that's really great. But that's mm. an achievement and a half. Big up, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I feel like you know. Also, as a as a therapist, the way I see it, I think people should be taught, you know, like basic tools or basic things that they can do, even like breathing exercises or mindfulness exercises, and just kind of like taught, you know, how that works, how your physiology works, what anxiety is, what depression is, and what you can practically actually do by yourself if you experience these kinds of symptoms or like if you experience, you know, anxiety, which is totally normal to experience. Mm. Um, and, you know, just kind of like learn about breath work, learn about expressing feelings and even learn about like naming feelings, which a lot of people have problems with. So, yeah, I do feel like that that would also be very, very useful, you know, just actually um, teaching people what different feelings are and also how the body and feelings interact, how different feelings are present in the body feel like that, that would be very useful. Yeah, like I could have done with that if I wanted to. Yeah, like at school. there you go. Like, it was none of that stuff like what mentioned. are you feeling, you know? And kind of like someone when, actually asking you. When you feel that amount of grief at that age, I didn't yeah. know what it was. Like I was yeah. confused. I was like, I knew that I was sad, 
but I didn't think I was allowed to be. And it was like, that's what took me down the path of addiction because I was so unhappy, but then I had to pretend I was happy because no one knew how to deal with it because none of us had had any sort of conversation about anything like this before. Yeah, I and remember. I think, yeah, like Yankee said, get it in preschool so it stops broken adults like me growing up and causing mayhem for 20 years. Definitely, and I, I feel like teachers should also have that kind of you know education and training. Yeah. I remember when I went through really bad grief as well at the age of 18 and I was still in school, and one of the worst things for me was that no, everyone was just very awkward and no one really knew how to talk about it. So everyone just avoided it, including teachers. Like no one really acknowledged it because everyone yeah. was just kind of like, well, horrible, I guess you're going to be fine. So I'm just not going to say anything. Exactly. It's horrific. Like, yes. Yeah. It's horrible. And I feel like, you know, schools are, you know, should be a place of support, I think, in times like that, just so that people know how to have these conversations. I think that that's really helpful. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think the conversations opened up so much since since the nineties when I was a teenager. Definitely, it's yeah. come so far. It was non-existent back then, basically. Well, yeah. I, well, I didn't know. Well, the internet wasn't there, was it, or anything? So you didn't know where to go. And all the experiences I had were awful. Mm. <laughs> they were not good. What's wrong with you? Well, like, I'm gonna go now. See you later. Again, because like talking is not for everyone, right? But like yeah. if you were taught, you know, what these different feelings are and like how to have conversations about this, yeah. I'm sure that would have made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. We're going to move on to the next question. Um, what is the most positive thing that happened to you in response to poor mental health? I think that's a really interesting question. <laughs> it's easy for me, this one. It's just, yeah. Like, it, that's the best thing that's ever This happened. beautiful space. Period. Yeah. Right, top of the class. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> Yankee, your turn. I love that you passed me the mic because I thought I'd have a quick snack. <laughs> um, the best thing that's come from... Poor mental health. Poor mental health. Yeah. Um, oh, can you come back to me, please? Sure. <laughs> I think for me, that would be um, deeper connections with people and like certain, you know, conversations, certain connections, um, you know, just talking about my feelings and then seeing that people are not um th that i'm not alone that other people experience similar things and like building a sense of a deeper connection basically mm. i think that would probably be the best thing yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i also feel like if you experience poor mental health it kind of like increases your empathy towards other people that might also experience that and i, I feel like that's also a positive outcome mm. Mm. Um, you're looking at me but i like yeah. i am like I am so, I don't mean to be bleak and depressing, but I haven't found anything good about my mental health. You just don't want to write yourself. Huh? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write a poem about it. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> you have found something good. My next performance. Your rock bottoms oh are made out of trampolines. But that's only okay. All right. So that just means now that I've experienced the worst. I know how to get over the worst. Mm. So that is some a, resources. This is why you're my silver lining with Yankee. <laughs> 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 Just like spend it all the way around. I was like so miserable before she came into my life. I was like, there's nothing good about mental health. Nothing whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I, I still feel like, and maybe it's because I don't share my feelings with people. So I don't have that. Um, you said that you get empathy. Yeah, I like yeah connections. Mm. Yeah, I I because I because I don't share my mental health with people. I can't make those connections, so I'm still struggling to find a positive 
aspects of my mental health is still very like bleak and dark and doom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I avoided the, the actual mental health question for me. Um, I think for me, probably also is connection with other people. I definitely, as a survivor of domestic violence, deciding to write about my story and share it, it has, I know that it's helped other women because they've reached out to me time and time again and yeah. people telling their story. I've been able to signpost other women to support groups, to therapy groups, um, share book lists with people and, and really just be able to use that, that experience and something that I've been through to assist and support other people in either their sort of quest for survival or that, that period afterwards. So yeah, it's brought me to sort of advocate for others and that's definitely a good thing. Yeah, again, that kind of, you know, building connections with people and like building that kind of, I mean, showing them that they're not alone as well. Yeah. I think it probably gives people a lot of strength. Yeah. Also, like, I've got like a really amazing, like, sad song playlist on Spotify. That's a good thing that came so out of my mental <laughs> There you go. Like, literally the best sad song playlist. Makes me feel great. I mean, I feel like <laughs> you and I could go back good to crack. back on a Spotify sad playlist battle. <laughs> that is what we'll be doing after the show, guys. <laughs> All right. Our next question is Do you save your most vulnerable pieces for crowds without friends? <laughs> you know what sometimes I do um, I do have certain pieces that I would not perform if certain people are there especially like if it's about someone that people might know and then they'll like realize because it's going to be really obvious and then I'll be like oh I don't know no I've, yeah. I've never thought of that it's never even crossed my mind to be honest like I don't know because before the poetry scene like a lot of my friends don't come to my performances <laughs> I think any artist can relate to that do you know what I mean <laughs> But a lot of them have come to mind of a matter, but it never crossed my mind. It never crossed my mind to not do a poem because I think of where, because of where it came from. Yeah. I think it, it helped them. Well, my friends from my life before mine of a matter, it helped them understand what I was going through when they knew me. But yeah. I didn't say anything or I didn't know how to talk about it. So I think I wanted to perform it in front of people I knew. Yeah. Just again, so I didn't have to sit down and have a conversation. I could just do it on stage and they have to stand there and listen. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me. Mm. I feel like sometimes also I wouldn't want people, like if I perform a very emotional or like mental health related piece, sometimes I wouldn't want some of my friends to be like, oh, are you okay? Oh my God, I didn't know it was that bad. I kind of like wouldn't want to have that conversation with some people I know actually. Can I pry and mm. ask like what friends you would um, dissociate those poems from? Like what? What like do you mean? Say, like <laughs> like their names? Like really... <laughs> like you did like mm. a really heart-wrenching piece that you didn't want to share with your friends why would you not want to share in front of your friends is it because of the relationship you have with your friends or i mean it would i mean it, it it's not like i wouldn't want to share in front of all of my friends or it's not like i wouldn't want to share in front of friends there are just certain pieces that i would maybe be hesitant about you know, sharing in front of friends because I don't want to have certain conversations or I don't want them to think something is that bad or I don't want them to hear something about someone, you know, something like that. Sometimes I think we want to protect people that love us as well. Yes, like exactly. Stuff. You don't want them to be upset like an audience. Kind of, yeah. Like, oh, that's really sad. I'll be upset for a minute. But someone that loves you and is in your life might hear something yeah. that could really be on their mind for, for weeks. I, I don't mind sharing vulnerable stuff, but it's very rare for me to share something whilst it's happening. 
it's pretty much yeah. always after I've processed it in my life, then I'm happy to be on stage and talk about it. So for me, it's not not fresh, but people will still come up to you and be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, oh, you know, yeah, I left the exile in 2009, I'm safe now. Um, but when you, when you step on stage and you go into a poem that's sort of a narrative or a story and is, and is vulnerable, hopefully if it's a good performance, people are gonna think it's fresh and it's Yeah, and it's of course. Real. But when you've, pro for me anyway, once I've processed it, it then does become a performance piece. And I can just reconnect back to the emotion, perhaps, of, of that poem for performance, but it doesn't weigh heavy on me. If it weighed heavy, I, I don't think I'd be able to do it, to be fair. That's, that's kind of what I mean, you know? Like, sometimes, um, sometimes I would write pieces and perform pieces about things that are going on in my life right now. Mm. And then I'd be very hesitant to share them with certain people. But if it's kind of like in hindsight, then I wouldn't mind that makes sense yeah it's a weird one like there are some pieces that i don't perform anymore because of that because it i don't i don't want to go back to that emotion anymore mm. do you know what i mean like like man enough was one of the first poems i ever wrote and at the time it was it was great like it went down well people connected to it you have people coming up afterwards like asking like are you all right and stuff like that but um yeah i probably wouldn't perform that anymore i used to enjoy mm -hmm. performing because like you said you didn't do it in the moment but that was literally when I was feeling and going through that. And for me, that was therapeutic. But I, I don't know, it's sort yeah. of going back to that now is like, I don't f think I would anymore, to be honest. Mm. It's, it's exhausting. Just Even just telling the story over and over again sort of does get tiring. But I know that it, it's helped people and it does help people. So I don't mind doing it like now and again, not as much as I used to. Because <laughs> mm. it can get tiring. That sort of stuff, revisiting it all the time. Yeah. Like, I think for me, I have like zero hesitation. <laughs> Friends, family, like, honestly. Like, <laughs> Listen to me. Hear my lips. Like, on, like, what, like. That's great. Maybe yeah. I don't invite my friends to my shows. Maybe that's why I have zero hesitation. Well, that's why I don't come to mine. I don't invite them. Yeah. It's like, because, like, I feel like my friends should not be obligated to support me. It's like, if you like spoken word, then you will find yourself at a show and <laughs> I'm going to be performing, obviously. But I'm not going to say, come and support me. Like, if you like spoken word, you're going to do it anyway. So I don't actively, like, invite my friends to come. But when they do, I don't think I have any hesitation because, number one, I probably have about five friends. And if you're my friend, you're going to know everything about me at some point. So whether it's in a poem or whether it's in a conversation, you, you know those, those when your car is parked and then you're speaking at like 6 a.m. In, in the car <laughs> for like three hours, those whether it's in that conversation or whether it's in a poem, you're gonna find out about it regardless because you're my friend and you're gonna be around. So it doesn't matter to me whether you see it on the stage or yeah. at home or, does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, mm. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, zero hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just share. That's what I, f I feel. Just share. Yeah. Like, obviously, there are there are like you said. There's there's certain situations where you probably wouldn't. But yeah, I'm pretty much the same as Bexy. I'm just sort of getting on stage and do it. Mm. Regardless. Maybe this kind of came. I I had this one experience where I had a spoken word poem that was very clearly about someone that I didn't think they would hear, and then they did, and then it was. Wait, <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry? The genre of this poem? What do you mean? What, what was it about? What was the theme? What was it about? 
<sighs> I don't know if I want to mention it now in case the person's listening. <laughs> it was just really, you know, it was a very, very emotional poem um, about the person. And they realized it was about them because it was very, very obvious. And yeah, it wasn't fun. Although it did start like really good conversations between me and that person. So eventually, all in all, it was good. But the awkwardness of that moment when they were like, I saw your poem. They say that you shouldn't date poets. Because yeah. if it goes wrong, exactly. Turn into poetry, and confirm, <laughs> absolutely true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially if you have like specific references, you know, where it's like really obvious it's about that person, and then they'll be like, "Oh my god, that's me." That's me. Same girl. <laughs> have you ever how do you feel about that? To one of your shows and purposely didn't. No, she was my girlfriend. There was it was like the pursuing song, then there was the the breakup song, then the I'm sorry song. <laughs> Yeah, she knew about them all though. She's not like, yeah, she was big. Okay. <laughs> all right. Has anyone purposely like written a poem and then come to this show and then did that poem and invited that one person specifically? No, I think, I don't know. There's, some, there's something dark that about that. <laughs> it's like pre-planned. Dark and beautiful are like synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I haven't, no. 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 I haven't done that, but about... Ten years ago, I wrote um, a kind of woman scorned poem. You know mm. how it gets. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we all we went. We've all been there. Um, and I just needed to get it off my chest at the time. Yeah. And now, ten years <laughs> later, it's been like sampled and used for a house track. <laughs> <laughs> so I do sometimes think. Oh, I wonder if he ever hears, like, if he hears it, does he think that like, I'm, you know, still <laughs> deeply attached or something? And no, a house producer just really liked that poem. And, and yeah, but it, it gets like that sometimes. So be careful what you release. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> that is going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to cherish that evil laugh that she did after she said the first That was beautiful and dark. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to go into some more music and then we're going to be back uh, and we're going to let you guys know what else is going on with Mind Over Matter. Mo. Express yourself, I'm here for it You wanna love yourself, I'm here for it Tired of the same stuff, tired of the fake love You're the same as us and I'm here for it Feel like you need someone there for you Now the pain is gone, you need a clear review I'm here for you, so be there for me The rest ain't up to us, that's what's meant to be Express yourself and I'm here for it Love yourself, I'm here for it Tired of the same stuff, tired of the fake love You're the same as us and I'm here for it like you need someone there for you But now the rain is gone, you need a clear review I'll be there for you, so be there for me The rest are not to us Hearing I'm saying, I'm making those changes I'm loving myself, I don't feel obligated I'm racing, I'm changing, I'm saving my changing I'm making those changes to change where I'm staying I'm saying I love it, we can rise above it I promise we got it, I promise, I promise I'm here and I mean it, you can face your demons And leave them defeated, get out of the deep end Deep end on me and I won't let you down Promise, I promise you'll turn it around Hearing you're happy and we're getting near And whatever you mean man, just trust me I'm here You wanna express yourself and I'm here for it You wanna love yourself, I'm here for it Tired of the same stuff, tired of the fake love You're the same as us and I'm here for it 
Too late, you need someone there for you But now the rain is gone, you need a clear review I'm there for you, so be there for me The rest ain't up to us, that's what's meant to be And I don't wanna hide. First time in time, I feel good on the inside. It broke me and choked me before I met you. Picked on my broken and you with the glue, and I'm sticking my guns and I'll follow my heart. Maybe the artist, but you with the art. My muse, my fuse to keep me alive. Keep us both warm when I don't feel so bright. People are talking, let's give them a show. Put love center stage, cause I want them to know. Call me old fashioned, but soulmate, it fits. I'm enough, I'm in love, and now I'm here for it. Express yourself, and I'm here for it. You wanna love yourself, I'm here for it. Tired of the same stuff, tired of the fake love You're the same as us and I'm here for it I'm here for it. You wanna love yourself? I'm here for it. Tired of the same stuff, tired of the fake love. You're the same as us, and I'm here for it. Feel like you need someone there for you. And now the rain is gone, you need a clear review. I'm there for you, so be there for me. The rest ain't up to us, that's what's meant to be. Express yourself, and I'm here for it. You wanna love yourself? I'm here for it. You're tired of the same stuff, tired of the fake love. You're the same as us, and I'm here for it. Feel like you need someone there for you. Now the rain is gone, you need a clear review. So I'm there for you, so be there for me. The rest ain't up to us. It's all right to cry tears, I bring the light to your nightmares I'll always be right there, trust me I'm right here Wanna give you the world, can only give you my words Trust me I'm right here And I'm not really scared anymore 
We have been seeking your presence in the present, but it's hard to stay present when our past is masked and the world has been so convincing in having women thinking that black kings are a thing of the past. There are people who take more offense at you referring to yourself as a king than they do when you use derogatory terms to define your divine being. King is not a pointless platitude. It's a purpose-driven attitude, looking in the mirror and seeing you looking back at you. Black King, you are a blessing. And I call you a king because I want you to know that there is nothing that can lessen my respect for the lessons you are living and the love you are giving despite the negative stereotypes. This system doesn't want to see black kings rise, bloodlines hidden from timelines. Time flies, lies fly as I lie here contemplating what it means to be a king in a corrupted kingdom. How do you stay royal in a criminal system where kings bleed blood for thin blue lines, blue taking black blood, then telling white lies, only these lies aren't little. 
belittling the magnitude of melanin, emasculating and separating the masculine from the divine feminine. Yang, separated from yin. Man, separated from kin, seeking solace from outside instead of knowledge from within. You are a library of skin filled with diaries from kings. Feminine and masculine energies in balance could birth a revolution if we focused. So we must find mutualism in our symbiosis. It is time to realign. Recognize that your birthright is not confined to carrying the weight of another man's world on your mind. Take time. Being a king does not always mean being a conqueror. There is power in preparation. Take time. Find your soul tribe. Get your mind right. Write your own story. That's history, so make sure it's told right. Own the soul rights. Don't let them buy your soul or your essence. Maybe sampled and sold. You are the essence of a time, and we are living in a time where time is always of the essence. Take time. Realign. Design your own timeline. Black kings are not a thing of the past. They are the present and the future. So take time to listen to a black king's truth. Welcome back to the Mind Over Matter show. This is the last little section of our show today. So we want to use this opportunity to tell you guys a bit more about what we're doing now. So tomorrow, as we mentioned, we have the Mind Over Matter Connect workshop that is facilitated by me, Anna Sinsky. Um, and this is basically like a psychotherapeutic and writing workshop where we get to like meditate together. We get to do a lot of exercises that will help you alleviate anxiety and depression. Um, a lot of different mindfulness and gratitude-based exercises and we also write together so there's going to be a lot of free writing there is going to be a lot of poetry writing and a lot of creating so whether you're a poet or whether you just want to come and spend the evening meditating with us and just reflecting doing some free writing you don't have to be a poet to to, to do this workshop basically so it's going to be at 8 p.m on zoom if you do want to sign up then please send an email to mindovermatterconnect at gmail.com and we will send you a zoom link around probably like 7 40 7 45 before the workshop um, it's free and i mean we've been doing these workshops throughout lockdown online but we are planning to start them in real life from november but obviously i mean we'll see how everything goes with coronavirus but yeah that is the plan so far um and yeah we also have an event coming up so maybe fisky you want to talk a bit about that yes um so we've got an event in real life a real life event yes can you up. believe it <laughs> um on the 29th finally Thursday the 29th um at bar donna in hackney Stoke Newington Road. Um, we haven't done an event, obviously, for obvious reasons since, I think, was it Mar February? I think since February, honestly, February yeah. the last one. Yeah. Yeah, so we We had them. big plans, but I mean, COVID. <laughs> yeah, we had, we, we had big plans to, we were expanding to like Brighton and Manchester. Southampton. And Southampton, mm. going back to Australia, but obviously that all got put on the back burner. But um, yeah, we've got one coming up. It will be COVID restrictions. Yep. Um, 
So it'll be table service only, no mixing with people that you don't live with inside the venue, observing social distancing, hand wash on entry, temperature check. Um, but yeah, tickets are available. Um, there's limited tickets and they are selling quite quickly. Um, so go, go, you can go to either Design My Night and just search Mind Over Matter or go to mindovermatterldn.com slash tickets and tickets are there. Yeah, there's also a link in our Instagram bio, right? So you can just click that as well. There, what, there will be. There will be. Oh, After sorry. The show, <laughs> <laughs> there will be, we'll be back. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we've got Mina West and Nate the Lyricist headlining that. And we're returning, given that uh, October is Black History Month and men World Mental Health Day fell on the 10th. Um, we wanted to do something to raise money. So we are raising money for Black Minds Matter UK. Um, which I know Bexy and Miss Yankee performed at earlier um, this month. So do you want to tell them a little bit uh, more about that? Yeah, so, oh my God, it was so beautiful. It was like on the top of this rooftop in Dalston. Like, I felt like a proper hipster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm like one of the cool kids. <laughs> so like, it was like this really cute event. Um, it was hosted by Tilly McIntosh. She's absolutely amazing. Um, she, pre-COVID, used to do backslang. So she did... Um, a one-off, like, very intimate rooftop event um, to raise funds for Black Minds Matter. Um, for those of you that don't know about Black Minds Matter, it's, like, it's a non-profit organisation and it aims to, like, empower communities to take charge of change and improvement that they want to see. Um, Black Minds Matter is really useful. It's for anyone who is passionate about changing things that will bring about a more equal and just society for all. So it was a beautiful event, and we actually have a video that's going to be coming out. I don't know the release date. I'm like gonna be into these DMs after this. <laughs> like, yeah. when is coming out? Like, I'm so excited. Like, I saw like a little snippet of it, and Miss Yankee, <laughs> her T-shirt. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Once you see the video, DM me about her T-shirt and tell me how great, awesome it is. <laughs> yes. Speaking of T-shirts, we also have merchandise. That was a yes. lovely little link there. <laughs> well done. You don't, you don't hire you? me for no reason. <laughs> this gold like that, gold like yes. that. That's yeah, there is. Here. There's merchandise <laughs> on the website. You can go to mindovermatterldn.com and there's t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, you know, a whole range of colours and yeah, sizes. Yeah, the pink ones are amazing. I love ones. them. There are light blue ones, there are dark blue ones, there are black ones, there are grey ones, white ones. Can I request socks? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you'll get them, but you <laughs> can request them. <laughs> mine over matter socks. <laughs> we do mine over matter socks. We'd be thinking about um, expanding like the merch range and doing like mm. maybe hats and stuff. And or maybe socks. And maybe. socks, maybe, apparently. <laughs> We're doing socks now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so to finish off, I thought we'd also talk a little bit about what this show is going to look like going forward. So it's going to be once a month, as we said. and Third Sunday of the month. Yep. One till three. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the delay today. <laughs> um, yeah, one, two, three. And yeah, Bexy and Anna will be hosting going forwards yep. um, as the main host. And we'll have, we'll have a guest every month as well. Yeah. Who hopefully will be here for the entire two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's sort of be a co-host, really, towards the end of the show. Um, yeah, I haven't booked anyone yet for next month, but I'll get on that. Don't worry. I'm yeah. looking forward to grill whoever the first person is coming on. Like <laughs> no pressure, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, but it'll so be good because I think we can we can talk about, um, and it won't. Uh, it's going to be a whole range of different people as guests. 
Yeah. So we don't just want to have um, spoken word artists and poets. We also want to have some mental health professionals. We want to have some people that yeah. will give you a unique perspective into mental health as well and creativity yeah. and the link between the two. We're going to you know, have a lot of amazing interviews with amazing people. So, yeah, tune in every Sunday to that. Yeah, and hopefully the, um, the interviews will be filmed as well and they'll be going up on our YouTube YouTube slash Mind Never Matter LDN. Please, Please do subscribe. subscribe if you're out there because we're trying to reach a thousand followers. It's important. We're, we're almost at 600 now, I think. So yeah, please do subscribe to that. Um, yeah, and we're also going to have a section each month with your questions where you can ask us. Basically, you can send uh, questions through Instagram. You can ask uh, questions about mental health, about creativity. We're going to try and answer them. And you can also send in questions to the people that will be on the show. Yeah, and also like we play a lot of those songs we played today were submissions from from artists. So please do if you want to send a song, hip hop, poetry, singing, whatever it is, just email an MP3 over to Mind Over Matter no Mind Over Matter Digital at mm -hmm. gmail .com. or just drop one of uh, one of us a message because um, we want to play your music and support because that's what Mind Over Matter is about as well. Not just mental health is about supporting the scene, all the live music scenes, poetry scene. We want to give you guys a voice. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. Yeah. So, yeah. Email yeah. it over. Yeah. All right. So, that's all for today. And thank you for tuning in. Um, is that it? You got anything else to say? I feel like Jerry Spring. I'm like, so the word of the day. <laughs> 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 I'm not, I have nothing else to say other than, like, I'm really excited for next month. And Anna. Yeah, so me too. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. Yeah, you're gonna hate me by the end of this. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's been beautiful. Love you guys for listening in. Make sure you follow on all the social medias, Mode FM. You can find links to this if you're not listening to this live. Yes, the links will be up. I'm not sure where yet, but they'll be up on the website at some point. They will be up in the next few days, I believe. Yeah, but thank you all for listening. Um, we've had fun today. Well, I've had fun. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, we're going to play some songs now to see you out, and hopefully we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye-bye.
are slightly immature If money was the cure, they wouldn't be taking taxes just to fund another war And all that's plain to see is Babylon a ref I'm thinking of Henry Hicks and how they stole away his life And all I really know, we're falling like the rain I'm more than about the pain, I must confess I see this game as slightly immature If money was the cure, they wouldn't be taking taxes just to fund another war Oh, 
Relationship is NA, not applicable Cause we was fucked way before this ever got physical That's not literal, it's just a play on words If you don't understand that, you can vanish at the interval Moments of my life when I was getting low or feeling high Regretting those are set in stone and now I can't forget the lines Reading between them on a study of a new existence I'm forced to face this bed I've made and lay awake resisting It went from sex lies, videotape To attempted suicides and using just to escape Now I'm sick of being miserable I've given all to live as nothing Through guilty memories that render me as just
Perhaps I seem damned to this existence Believing that I'm walking the path of least resistance Persistence only made my thinking sink deeper Into the abyss and overdose and a seizure Seizure, seizure, was always in the corner but never in the ring but now this is my calling mental health i'm answering i'm in now you got me on the line but never had me on the ropes it's an uphill battle and i'm coping with the slopes taking more steps making progress i'm focused i'm training all the time from being so stressed emotions just playing on my mind i don't think that i'm depressed but i know that i'm not happy just because i'm smiling on the outside doesn't mean inside that i'm not angry because i am and i do feel down Sometimes I just want to let it out and scream out loud But you know what it's like, that's not allowed You're a man, be proud They'll be telling you man up Until they're screaming man down Saying why didn't he speak up Because you put the man down Man down, man down, man down Suicide is on the rise and they're surprised by the figures Well numbers don't lie like the smiles in your pictures You've been soul searching till you're itching All the blisters put a filter on your feelings See them leaving in the distance Man down, man down, man down Have you ever been down in the depths of a dark place Where the silence is so loud you can hear your heart race It's like giving a car chase but the lights are on red Partaking high tech scent left on red Going from missed out to missed calls To missing to I miss them you can't put a filter on your feelings, hear them screaming in the distance. Man down, man down, man down. Now I'm trying, I'm training, I'm taking my time and I'm testing my brain and my body. I'm aiming for heights from the lows and I'm focused on goals on my growth. So let's go and we'll grow and we'll learn and we'll turn it around to the sound of a smile in my voice. When I'm speaking for a while, I was down but never out and now I'm proud of how I'm feeling. And now I'm breathing. This is more than boxing. This is more than sport. This is the fight against our mental health and this is fighting talk. It's not always about the KO, it's about being okay. Sometimes you have to say no, we know it's gonna be okay. Speak to your friends, trust me it helps. It's not a bad thing to talk about how you felt. Fighting mental health, let's take our first steps. 
It's not about how many times you knock a man down But all the times he gets up and prepares for what's next
Now when I really deep it, it goes deep underground top secret How can we have our eyes wide open and still walk around and we still can't see shit Those at the top never really work for we, we're an eye so they never really want to see All you have to do is look at our government if you want the real definition of a country It's all got to political politics But is the answer physical? They get fat with the bread that we give them Now I see why they call it hypocritical We're all paying council tax And yet I never really see the council give back The economy cuts that the government made Will rub a shirt straight off a poor man's back Robbery, we all watched when Grenfell We needed the government, they never came close To this day they're still cladding on buildings That'll blow like coke mixed with the mentors The priorities ain't right We know someone's pocket got lined Someone just cut a fat check And they're laughing at us cause they think that we're blind why they act so slow when it's us, not just black? Poor people cuz, I'm not trying to hide off the bus. This is when you see, it's about race and class. It goes way beyond her. I keep digging, I'm only seeing dirt. We always get pushed to the back like dessert. I'm planting my seed that will never convert. The struggle is actually real. Struggle don't care how you feel. Struggle don't care that you just paid your rent when you ain't got the money for the bills. The struggle is actually real. The struggle don't care how you feel. The struggle don't care that you just paid your rent, but you ain't got the money for the money for the. So who's making plans? Yeah, we don't even really wanna see that. We just wanna see some investment so our kids don't turn back to the streets then. We feel marginalised and now we're trying to see it with marginal eyes. When I put on my hat, I'm protecting my thoughts. I'm not trying to capsize. They're building our cities but not building us. And they wonder why we have issues of trust. The issues are often discussed but we're never ever heard so we feel disgusted. Zero hours, zero powers. They plant zero seeds in the garden of hours. We're gonna need a little bit more than sweet. Feel my attitude if we wanna see some flowers. So where's the profit? Who profits from the profit? Somebody's got a gain, we ain't seeing profit, a profit doesn't profit, a profit's for the people, it is not above you, it should complete you, how we bail on the banks, but the banks don't bail on ourselves, can you see how this don't make sense, they take what they want cause they think that was senseless, I'm incensed, I'm on self defence, I'm getting mine back, I'll spare no expense, yeah, it's gonna get tense, but this is what you get from years of sitting on the fence, bonus, what you talking about bonus, I'm getting shafted, man they're really trying to bonus, I'm taking back the owners, cause nobody really cares what they wanna do is bonus, this is really a game, they don't play any different But they hide all the rules, in plain sight views Are hidden all the tools, knowledge ain't power In the hands of fools It goes back to education And the knowledge that you're taking is one thing pretending and faking But I ain't talking beef when I say I put my stake in At least now I know why there's a massive L In front of the word earner Because before you earn You have to learn Oh.